everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're both here and we're going to do this episode. We're calling it Recounting the Testimonies because today we were talking and we were thinking about some of the awesome things that God has done. Actually, I was talking to a friend and I was telling her a current testimony and she said, wow, you guys always have the greatest testimonies. And it started to make us think we started talking about it. And you know, it's such a good thing to do for your own faith, to stir yourself up, talk about the victories that you've had in your life so that when you are believing God for the next thing and the devil tries to put worry and, and, and seed you with doubt and unbelief and everything else, you have some, you have the word of God to stand on. Plus you have these testimonies and these awesome things that you know the Lord's already done in your life. He's come through for you time after time time after time. Worrying literally does nothing. And we already know this. Worrying does nothing. But we wanted to come on and just uh, encourage your faith. doesn't really matter where you're at in your life. You know, for me, some of the very first things I believed God for was close to where to Bible school. And uh, God came through for me the first year of Bible school. Three different girls invited me to their house and said, please come and take whatever you want out of my closet. And so just amazing supernatural things happening like that when, it, when we've sown seed, attached our faith, and asked the Lord for something and have not wavered, but just have been... An, it, in complete expectation for miracles to happen. So we wanted to go back through, we've written a list of some of the, some of the highlights, um, especially since we've been together. Um, and the first one being our wedding. Do you want to start with the wedding? Yeah. Yeah. So we were thinking about this today, but the wedding was, um, was pretty awesome. We, uh, uh, you know, I proposed it was in the month of June and then, um, I had asked, I was planning on actually proposing in September and then saying, let's get married in December. Uh, just with the work schedule, it made the most sense. Um, but then someone said, you got to give her more than three months to get ready. So I thought, okay, I'll propose in June. And so I proposed and I said, hey, this is our budget. This is what you're able to use um, uh, for the wedding. I had the money in the bank and we were. Uh, I figured this would be a, a good amount. But then Krista said, why don't we um, believe the Lord? And, and, you know, the more I thought about it, we had had... Um, uh, we had had a friend, and actually both of us separately, but we had a friend who was getting married, and on my side, the one day I was praying, this was before we got engaged, but the one day I was praying, and the Lord quickened this person to my heart, and I felt, call him and give him $3,000. <clears> and so I called him, or I texted him, and I said, hey, the Lord spoke to me, what's the best way to me, for me to send you money? And he gave me his PayPal, and I sent him three grand, and he called me, and he said, man, you have no idea. Um the photographer had to be paid today and we didn't have anything to pay him and it was three grand. And so you heard from the Lord. And so that was super encouraging. And then when I talked to my wife. Um, so, okay. So I just want to help you with the details on that because it was, you give them two, I gave them one. They needed three. So it was three. But what happened is he felt, he, <laughs> he felt, women always remember the numbers better, but he felt stirred to give, to give. And when he called him, he's, you know, he, you gave two, I had given the one and then he told you, and it's so crazy because we needed three and we got the three. And so I think I did it the night before you were praying and then you did it the, the next morning after. So anyhow, the Lord used us together to, you know, to seed for our own wedding. <laughs> You're looking like, you don't. You don't remember the story <laughs> happening like this. I just don't like being wrong. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, I just remember it because it was it was specifically um you know it was it was $3,000 and uh, and we were like, "Hey, we we've, we've seeded for, so then we were talking about it we're like, you know, we've put wedding seed in the ground and it wasn't even that we we put the seed in the ground cuz we were like, "God, we want you to pay for our wedding," but we put the seed in the ground and then we realized, "Hey, we have a wedding coming up. Why not believe the Lord for that?" And so 
it started when we were traveling with a fam- with our family um, all together. We were traveling in South Africa, and we were at a church, and the pastors of the church had had you speak, and they said, um, hey, this, this couple's getting married, and uh, they're like, we want to take up an offering to, to bless them for their wedding. And so they took up this offering, they blessed us for our wedding, and then, um, and then the same night, another couple came up to us and said, hey, how much does it cost for your wedding venue, which that was the biggest cost of our wedding. You know, the wedding venue was the wedding uh, itself. It was the flowers. It was, you know, the big bulk of the the, the, the whole thing. And so they said, you know, we, we've, the Lord actually had already put it on our heart to pay for this for you. And so, uh, so it was amazing. You know, that night we got a couple hundred rand, which was not a lot in U.S. dollars. But then we had another couple come up to us that said, hey, we just want to pay for your whole venue. So it was amazing what, what the Lord did because we just extended our faith and we just said, okay, well, we already have seed in the ground. Why not believe God for this wedding? You know, And it's not even because we couldn't pay for it, but because we knew that there's a principle that when you put seed in the ground, you believe God for a harvest. And my reasoning too was uh, harvest produces after its kind. I have wedding seed. I'm not going to need wedding harvest another time. I, yeah. I plan on just doing this thing one time. And uh, I'm not going to be calling in a harvest in 20 years from now. Lord, I need to get married again. So if I'm ever going to use my wedding seed, it needs to be <laughs> the harvest needs right to be now. now. So that was the first one. Um, and that, uh, yeah, everything got paid in full there. And then um, the next thing we were believing for was we'd been married a couple of years. We were believing the Lord to re... Well, really, Krista had asked me about remodeling the house. We were in business um, or we were just transitioning over. Um, about to transition About to transition out, yeah. out of business. But we'd been talking about doing some renovations, renovations to the upstairs bathroom, renovations... Um, the downstairs hadn't really come up, but renovations, uh, yeah, ma- mainly the upstairs bathroom, a full bathroom remodel. And we had kind of tossed the idea around. I don't remember if we got a quote or what, what the deal was, but um, this one was kind of funny because we had a friend uh, who came to stay for one of the camp meetings and, and was staying in the guest room. And when she uh, went to bed that night, flushed the toilet and the, the pipe behind the bat, the toilet burst. And so when I woke up and it ran all night, when I woke, woke up, I stepped out of our um, uh, I stepped out of our room and stepped into the into water on the floor. Now we have a split level home, so we have it's kind of rare for Florida, but there's a main area downstairs, and then you go half a flight of stairs up, and then you can go half a flight of stairs down. So on the one side, like so, our bedrooms above the downstairs level, even though it's Florida, there's no basements, but it's half a, a flight downstairs. And so when I went downstairs, this water had run down through the vents and such, and it was, it was like probably an inch and a half of water. Um, on the floor. Long story short, I mean, it took a number of months, but uh, the insurance company paid out. And man, I always, when I think back, I don't know if like I got an insurance agent who was like on their last couple month was like a turn in their two weeks notice. And it was just like, Hey, we'll, whatever the water touched, we'll pay for. Cause not only did they end up replacing everything upstairs, they have mm-hmm. like anything, the water touched, the water touched the TV, didn't damage the TV, but they paid for a new TV. They gave us more than the TV. We, I got a say it on sale and they gave us more than what it was worth. The, the couch, the, we had just bought brand new couches, leather couches from restoration hardware. Um, you know, we showed them receipts. I mean, the couches really did get soaked through and, um, we didn't know if they were going to survive. We put them out in the sun and they ended up being just fine. But, um, just everything, everything, you know, we had literally just refurnished that room. So it was amazing what the Lord did because we not only had, um, the, like about a third of the house remodeled in just that, in that time alone, and we didn't pay anything for it. 
Um, but it the, was like a yeah, yeah. fifty thousand dollar remodel, and then um, not only that, but the extra money like it paid for a deductible um, on the house, which was like uh, on the the insurance, which was like twenty five hundred plus. I had been looking into getting a new roof anyway, and I couldn't get insurance to pay for it because it was just old. There was no hail damage or anything. And so the money that was left over basically paid to put a new roof on. Yeah. So it was like a full remodel. We got new walls downstairs. We they got, got it. It was crazy. It was yeah. uh, it was pretty amazing to see the Lord yes. like turn everything around yes. and um, and do that for us. Yeah. And then the Lord took us into full time ministry right after that. Yep. That was in October of two thousand. That was like 2018, right? No? Yes. Mm-hmm. 2018. And then right at the beginning of 2019, the Lord opened up the door for us to come into full-time ministry and work for Revival Ministries International, which is a huge honor and amazing opportunity that that opened up because this is the church that we both, um, the ministry that we've been raised up under, Bible school. We, we both came into the youth group as teenagers. And so, um, so when we came to work for the ministry, we knew it was the Lord, you know, the Lord had led us to this, but we did have to to put everything else, you know, that we were doing to the side. You know, you, you can't you can't be double minded with these things. You can't do two things at the same time. Um, and for us, we just knew this was not the route. We we're not going to be doing both of these things at the same time. We need to completely put ourselves into them into the ministry. There was no other option. So we so we uh, we started in full time ministry in January of two thousand. 19 and um, we've been believing the Lord to pay off this house that we live in because we were like okay you know if 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 the Bible says that we're to owe no man anything but to love him and that God wants to make us that we would be able to lend to many nations that we would not be borrowers anymore God wants to t- to set us free from this debt so we were standing on the word of God that we would be set free from from any debt and that you know uh, no soldier goes to war at his own expense and so if we work for God which we do and we were like like you know, God is our new boss. We work for God. Um, God, God is taking. God is going to take care of us to where we don't have to change our level of giving. We don't have to change our level of living. That we're going to keep rolling right into ministry, and, and the blessing is not going to lift off of our life. It's actually going to increase because the blessing is the 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 place of the commanded blessing is your place of obedience. So we knew we were being obedient. So we're like, okay, Lord. So we just started rejoicing for. I mean, I don't know if it was months or weeks, but that we really made it a focus to just rejoice over our house being paid off. And so every single morning, rejoicing, thank you, Lord, that you've paid off this house. Thank you, Lord, that you've paid off this house. And, uh, you know, we weren't posting on Facebook, like, we owe this much left on our house. You know, we weren't, we weren't faith with hinting it to, to people all over the place. You know, we're really believing the Lord to pay off this house. Do you, do you know anybody that might have, you know, an extra $80,000 laying around? And we weren't saying anything to anybody. It was the Lord you know, that we were talking to about this situation. And so, um, do you want to tell what happened? No, keep going. Okay. So one night we're, we're with a couple at dinner and, um, they had just been traveling overseas. They gave us a chocolate bar that was from another country and they were like, Hey, why don't you open it? And (laughs) yeah. Yeah, which ahead. which is uh, <laughs> uh, number one. Uh, if you're not the Lord, my wife, my mom, or my pastor, uh, generally speaking, don't tell me what to do. So they're like, they didn't say, "Why don't you open it?" They said, "Open it." And I thought to myself, "I'm a grown man. Don't tell me what to do." And I said, "No, I'm all right." And they said, "Open it." And so we opened the back flap, and there was a check in there that was blank. And then in the memo, it said no more mortgage, and it ended up being seventy nine thousand four hundred and twenty something dollars. That was 
paid in full. And, you know, Pastor Rodney always asks, how would you react to the thing you were believing God for is supernaturally met? And people jump up. And I realized that's actually not what I did. What I did was I just sat and cried and rejoiced because I'd been jumping and rejoicing in my time. private time. Yeah. And, you know, then, you know, that's when it became real to me that faith is a rest. Like the Bible says faith is a, su- is a substance. Faith is substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, that it actually becomes a substance. It becomes something that you have. It's a substance. Because really what was uh, interesting is by the next day, when I went to go into my prayer room and pray, and I asked the Lord, or not asked the Lord, I went to go thank Him like I normally would do. Because when I was in faith, I would just say, Lord, thank you. Our house is paid off. You said, oh, no, man, anything but to love Him. Thank you. You said you'd equip me with everything I need to do your will. Lord, I thank you that I'm out of debt. The house paid off. Paid off. That when I went to go do it the same, the same way the next day, it actually didn't feel any different because I'd already received it. So yeah. even though I didn't have the check in my hands 48 hours before, I had it in my spirit. So it was yeah. a substance. So I could rest the same way. So it actually felt no different. Um, which is really how I know, because when I click over into faith now, there's just not even a question. And and for me, it's the questions are this. There's really three things. Number one, do I have it in the Word? Um, wh- what's my case in the Word? When I was believing the Lord for a wife, it was he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. And then it says, the young lions lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. And then Psalm 84, um, 11 says, uh, uh, the Lord God is a sun and a shield. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. And then it's Psalm 34, 10. And, it's, and, and so I realized that if I sought the Lord and if I walked uprightly, the Lord would bring me a wife, which is a good thing. And so I had my case in the word. And then I, and then I released my faith. And, you know, with the house, with anything else, it's, it's have I done, if it's giving, if it's a, a, a financial thing, then what is the seed that I need to sow? You have to give the Lord something to work with. And that, and, uh, that is what we did too, because, and we forget to tell this part, but right right before we started believing in the Lord for the house to be paid off, we came into agreement to believe God for seed to come in and th- that would that would be above and beyond what we make, that would just supernaturally come in, that we would be able to put in specifically to the church's building fund. So we came in agreement, okay, let's ask the Lord for $5,000 seed. And as soon as we did that, I mean, it was like the next day. Somebody was like, hey, you guys got married a few years ago, and I forgot to send you a gift. So um, so it's coming. It's actually, and then, you know, literally the knock on the door, and there was a check. And then there was, a, you know, a, our boss at our old company was like, hey, um, you know, I don't know. I don't normally do this, but I just wanted to give all of the manager's wives a $1,000 bonus. And so at first I was, like, super excited. I wanted to go, like, have a shopping spree, but then I remembered, like, no, this is a, this is totally the Lord favoring us to, to fulfill this, this, um, this vow, like we wanted to give $5,000 to the building fund. And so, um, then I was like, okay, no, this is what this is for. And it kept happening where we would get, you know, some, a random person walks up to Ryan in the lobby at the church and is like, Hey, I know you don't know me, but I just feel like I'm supposed to give you this another thousand dollars. So it just kept happening like that. So we, we knew that there was something to asking the Lord for a seed specifically. So if you ever feel like, oh, how do I believe God for something so big, like my house being paid off, I don't have the type of seed. All you have to do is ask God for seed because God gives seed to the sower. So if you're a sower, you you need to test you need to test this out. You need to ask God for seed. You don't need to take a pressure upon yourself um, and be like, well, I can't have those big miracles like they're talking about because I don't have the type of seed. No, then what you do is you ask God for that type of seed. 
that's how it works. That's how you begin your faith journey is you start with by asking God for seed. And I want to encourage you too. The Bible says um, some produced 30 in Mark 4. And, and I encourage you to read that chapter, but it says some produced 30, 60, and 100 fold. And someone asked me why 30, why 60, and why 100. I believe the Lord ultimately wants to give. When you realize that the Lord's on your side in this, it changes everything. The Lord wants to give a hundred fold return, but people don't believe him. So the Lord is not looking to give you double what you gave. If you give a thousand bucks, the Lord's not looking to give you $2,000. The Lord's looking for you to extend your faith for something supernatural and starting point would be 30 fold. So when you think about that, it's really, if that's a challenge to your faith and you just have to take it at God's word, that's what the word says. I believe that everyone listening to this will get to the place that when they sow, they're believing for a hundred fold return. Lord, I'm not believing for tenfold. Tenfold would be nice, but I'm not. And if it sounds crazy, that means you're, you're, you're not, you're not pointing for that. So start pointing for 30 fold and then make a decision that I'm going to move forward in that. And then I'm going to start believing for 60 fold. And then I'll start believing for a hundred fold. Because if the Lord's on your side and you're a giver and you're uh, 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 dedicated to souls and seeking first the kingdom, the Lord's looking for people that he can move strong on their behalf. Yes. And, um, and we've shared some of these other testimonies, but a really awesome one. Um, you know, we got fully out of debt the next year. So the house was paid off. Then we paid off I think we only had one other debt, which was our cars. God supernaturally multiplied something, brought it back to us that um, that we didn't think was ever coming back. It was a stock. <laughs> that was like a bad investment thing. And it ended up being a good investment, came back to us. And then we paid off the the car that we had bought the year before. So it was just so awesome to see the hand of the Lord moving in that. And um, there was a quote from, from Bishop David Oyedepo, and he said, every mountain in your life that needs to be moved is not like your problem isn't the mountain. The, the mountain is your, is your not having an understanding in the word of God on this specific area. So if these things that come up in your life where there's, where there's sickness or where there's, um, you know, where there's lack or where there's major debt and, and all these things, what it is, is that there hasn't been light shed in your life in the word on that particular subject. So if you're telling me, man, I have a lot of, we have a lot of debt. We have a lot of, um, you know, we've just, my, the, the way I was brought up, you know, it's like a poverty mentality. And so I've had a hard time trying to break out of that. You know, that's a, that's a lack of knowledge in the word. And so, you know, it takes a humble heart to say, you know, I've just, I just haven't, I haven't dug into the word on this subject. It's kind of, it's just been like something that I wasn't, I don't know. Like I just never went into the word on that subject. You know, I've, I've heard the offering teachings and I love it and it's great and I want to give, but I've never actually taken the time to study because what happens when you study the word specifically in this area is it puts a confidence in you that actually the seeds I've already sown have gone into my future to create a harvest for me. And the only way I dig them up is if I start to speak in doubt or speak in what if, or what, oh, did I really hear God tell me to sow that? Was I really in faith? Do I even really have faith? That's wavering. And the Bible talks about the man who, who wavers, he can't receive anything from God. So when we start wavering, wondering, uh, did I, did God really this? Did God, did I really do the right thing with that seed? That's wavering, which which the word says uh, a man who wavers is like a wave tossed about in in, in, in the book of James. It says it's like a wave tossed to and fro, and that man cannot expect to receive anything from God. So if you've been in that place in your life, you're like, I've sown a lot of seeds. And I just, you know, I'm not sure if I was, if I did that the right way. I'm not sure if I sowed it in faith correctly. Well, listen, right now, what I want you to do is I want you to say, 
devil, get your hands off my harvest. Angels, bring me that harvest. You know, and and every word that I've spoken in doubt and unbelief, I, I cancel those words in the name of Jesus. Angels go, get me my harvest. I want the hundredfold harvest. God, I'm believing for that harvest. And you make a quality decision in your heart. I'm going to go after this thing in faith. I'm not going to waver any longer. I'm not going to wander any longer. I'm not going to be disappointed because of the passing of time that's gone by. I'm not going to put, because when you, when you get into disappointment, you're automatically out of faith because that means you're, you've been wavering, you've been wandering, you've been like, God, is this really, are you ever really going to bring this to pass in my life? Then you're already out of, out of faith. Faith is a, is a rest. It's a confidence. It's an assurance. It's a knowing, like I know who I am. I know what my name is. I know that I'm married. I know that I have children. I know these are facts. Faith is knowing that the word of God is a fact. So if God said to sow and that I will reap, then that's a fact. And so I've sown. And so it's a matter of time. The passing of time is no, is no, is not for me to really worry about, to decide to, to be to be, you know, uh, upset about it's that I I put pressure on the word of God. I put my faith out. I do my faith action that corresponds with what I'm believing God for. Sow my seed. Be obedient to God. To 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 be in the location of the commanded blessing upon my life. You know, for a lot of people, they 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 move because of convenience. They move because of family, because of jobs. And so, if you're just if you're just like if we're just moving all over the place and we're not really where we're exactly supposed to be in the will of God and the plan of God, there is going to be a lack. There is going to be a, 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 a there is going to be you know only a, a very low ceiling of where you're able to go in faith. So you got you got to make sure. Okay, God, am I hearing your voice clearly? Am I in the place where you want me to be? Am I exactly where where I'm supposed to be? Am I doing the the thing that you've called me to do? You take the ceiling off, and then you're in exceedingly abundantly when you're doing the exact thing that God's called you to do. When you're seeking the kingdom first then all these things are able to be added unto you. And so, you know, that's why when, when we talk about these testimonies, you know, last year, and I won't go too much longer because we we've already gone long, but I know a lot of people love to hear these testimonies. Last year, we, we were blessed with a brand new truck, um, a brand new Jeep truck for my husband. He was believing God for a truck and it just came in in heaps, 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 heaps. We sowed at the beginning of the year in January, sowed to three different ministers personally felt to do that. And then all of a sudden the same seed that we sowed to three different people kept coming back to us and coming back to us and coming back to us. And people would do it in creative ways that they would get these seeds to us. And we were, I mean, we would be laughing because it was like, you know, it just became like this game. When half of the money came in for the truck, my husband was at church one night. He texted me, hey, I'm going to give this money tonight. And I said, okay, yeah, go for it. Okay, go for it. So he gave half of the money, which was 25000 the biggest one-time seed we've ever done, and was just... It wasn't half of the money. Oh, it was, sorry. I had thir- 28000 oh, okay. half, half of the total of the truck is what I mean. Yeah, but I wasn't so even. Was I was waiting for a different truck okay, yeah. at that time. But yeah, I had twenty nine thousand. I give twenty five. Okay. okay, so anyhow, um, <laughs> I'm at half of the total amount of the truck. So, um, and then the Lord still brought in, so put us down to basically almost zero. And then the Lord brought in again the the amount needed for the truck that we were able to go to the dealership, pay cash for this this awesome truck, not have to get a note, not have to pay monthly bills on it. So, you know, the Lord can do supernatural things, but but God moved us to seed personally three different ministers. And so God had a harvest in mind for us. Had we had we been reluctant to to give, I mean, giving those seeds, that was like 
such an exciting time. So awesome. We were like, man, God's, he's really making a step out here. So something big is obviously about to happen. And then that next, that next month was in Pastor Rodney started teaching on the heaps. And I kid you not, I mean, like literally the heaps (laughs) were coming. I mean, it's like, we couldn't get away from the heaps. And so God was, God was making good on his promise and God, and, and we were reaping on the, on the seed that we sowed because every single day we were declaring it. We were rejoicing. We were in faith. We weren't, we weren't worried about the timeline. I mean, I'm not saying you don't sometimes get a little bit antsy, like, God, oh, wait, I really wanted to have that truck by this day. And so, you know, you start to put limits, but you know, in, in, in the faith journey, you learn these things. Actually, my worrying does nothing. It doesn't speed anything up. Um, me going to God and being like, God, where's my harvest? That doesn't do anything. It just makes you look like a bratty little kid. Um, God's already promised you something. So you don't go and ask him, where's that at? Like, that's very, I mean, if you think about that in the natural, that's, that would, that would be a very bratty, you know, thing to do for a kid to their parent. So we want to encourage you, you know, the Lord gave us an opportunity to sow our biggest seed last year. Then we were able to sow our biggest seed again this year, exceed it well beyond. And so it's so it's, it's, it's a, that's what, that's what it is with the Lord. It's glory to glory. And so you get to, you, you get to expect increase every, every year of your life. Every season is, is a season of increase. There's no down seasons for the believers. So we wanted to share this with you. I know this is a longer podcast, but we know many of you that this will encourage you. We know many of you are on your faith journey, so don't be discouraged. You hear these big testimonies and you're like, well, I'm just believing God for like the right job. I'm just believing God for the right spouse. I'm just, I'm just trying to believe God to, you know, eat lunch tomorrow, but that's good. You, that's where you start. You start with these small things. You start with seeing the hand of the Lord. You put the $2 in the offering and you see, you see what God can work with your seed. So we want to encourage you, you know, keep going after the things of God. You know, we, we've already heard so many awesome testimonies from people that are in and around, uh, you know, the ministry that have messaged us, that have let us know um, that God is, you know, you're seeing the hand of God move in your life. So thank you so much for, for joining us. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you on the next podcast.